This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, every- hey everybody. My bag of, of, of gifts just fell over. Gotta set that up right. Alright, here we go. My name is Doug. I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles before Comedy Death Ray on October 5th, 2010, year of our go-go. Thanks once again to John Lithgow for being a man of his word and a goddamn delight on last week's show. That was like one of the best things that ever happened to me. But I have a correction. Uh, Dexter and Rita watched Terms of Endearment, not Harry and the Hendersons, as I, as I suggested. I mean, it's still weird that Dexter didn't recognize the Trinity Killer from his Academy Award-nominated role in Terms of Endearment, but I don't even know for sure if he was nominated for that, but that seems like he probably was. 
Okay, and then um, I just want to take a second or two to say that um, I always wanted to have uh, Greg Giraldo on this show, and it just never came together. And he was—I knew him, and he's a great guy and a funny guy. And if you want some laughs and uh, you know can afford twenty bucks, you should go to uh, iTunes and download both of his albums. One of which was named Album of the Year last year by Punchline Magazine. And then that way, you know, a little, uh, you can get some laughs, but also a little change will go in the, in the direction of his, the, the three kids that he left behind. Okay, and some quick plugs. Uh, go to DougBensonTickets.com for tickets to tapings of my new Comedy Central TV show, The Benson Interruption, at the Music Box Theater uh, here in, La- in uh, Hollywood uh, this month and next month. And I'll be at Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon, October 14th through 16th. San Francisco Punchline, October 30th, and Sacramento Punchline, October 31. Those are pot the vote shows. And I had a great time last weekend at Missouri State and at Zanies in Chicago. And we taped a special, a special, or a special, a special bonus episode of Douglas Movies at uh, Zanies Comedy Club last night in Chicago. And it will be available now or soon, depending on when you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be $1.99 and um, we asked for that because people paid to get into Zanies to see it so we figured people should also pay to hear it on the internet and it's only two bucks so uh, and of course the podcast that we are watching and listening to watching or listening to right now is absolutely free and let's get our guests out here it's another yeah it's another good one it's another good one that one guy I don't know if it leaked who was going to be here but one guy is excited in a very hopeful way. Do you, hey, one guy, do you have uh, cable television? Yeah? Do you, do you have cable television? No? Okay. See, that might uh, make you less excited about these. My next guest, because these, uh, this is three of the stars of the FX series, The League. Please welcome Nick Kroll, Katie Asselton, and Paul Shear. Asselton. Hold on one second, Doug. I That's just right. came out Asselton. here. Pe- That's right. People at home cannot see that Doug Paul has a, a piece of paper in front of him, and it literally says, hey, everybody, my name is Doug, <laughs> yeah. and I love movies. I write down <laughs> everything. Even that? I write down not- all the talking parts. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I forget to say that. I just sit down and go, hey, what's going on? You know, I just write it all out for myself. I like that. But you're right. That is silly that I wrote my name is Doug on there. <laughs> but I have set lists from comedy clubs where I, I not only does it say, hey, everybody at the top, at the bottom it says, thank you, good night. <laughs> so if you're going to come see me live, spoiler alert. What else? What else? That's oh, yeah. Thank you show. and good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One it more thing before I go. Thank you and it, good night. It does look vaguely like the ramblings of a crazy person. It is, yeah, it is insane because like, I have to get the whole show. There's a couple of like, algebraic on one, formulas in the <laughs> I don't know what those yeah. are. Yeah, it's really... Uh, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman found that in uh, Kevin Spacey's House in Seven. <laughs> I always compare it to... Uh, it's like one of R. Crumb's brothers. <laughs> right, that way. But only Paul Shue enjoyed that. Not Roy Cohn. You said R. R. Crumb, not Roy Cohn. Roy Cohn. So good. Angels in America. Thank you. <laughs> 
I don't know what just happened. Not the real life Roy Cohen, just the, the real life Roy Cohen, the the, the fictionalized version, DA homosexual crazy person who. Anyway, so <laughs> I guess you guys aren't fans of Angels in America. <laughs> they're doing yeah. that. They're doing that again on Broadway. They're reviving oh, really? it. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm gonna have to miss it again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I'll I didn't say you when. You were you really yeah, you're that booked yeah, up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I heard they're. I, I also heard they're getting but, angels in the outfield on on Broadway as well. I hear they're casting. Yeah. Are you interested? Tony Danza's uh, going to be the stage manager. <laughs> is that season two of Teacher? Is uh, the next season he's a stage manager? Year after that, he's going to be a ballerina, like every year. The, the, the best review I read of Tony Danza's reality show where he's a teacher is like, this show would be so much better if Tony Danza was not in it. <laughs> Terrible. That's the core of the show. Angela, Samantha, (laughs) Mona, (laughs) (laughs) Gay Kid. Um, So, uh, I write down the questions I'm going to ask you guys. So, check this one out. So, episode season two, episode two. How's it going? The league. We're, we're on episode three. Okay. Yeah. I'm, on I'm only on two because I see them. I, I time shift them. I don't see them right when they happen. It's uh, it's good. We, it's a live show, right? Yes, it's live. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's on the Monday right Monday Night Raw. It's the same thing. <laughs> we're in a big auditorium. Uh, no, it's been fun. Um, I don't know what like I you finished. Know. It's good. You shot them all. How many <laughs> are there in season two? Thirteen. And it's on FX on Tuesday nights? Yeah, Tuesday, uh, no, Thursday, Thursday nights. Thursday nights? At 10.30. After can, can, we, can we just quickly, qu- can we quit being blasé about it? It's like the best show ever on television. That's the thing, is that if you, if you actually like television, it's pretty good. TV. It's the best show ever. I, I will also say, I feel like knowing, <laughs> maybe, maybe people in your audience, uh, in your podcast audience, like, oh, it's a show about fantasy football, not interested. Guess what? Not that much about Guess fantasy what? football. Neither am I. Okay? I'm not interested in fantasy football either. Guess okay, what? I it's really the best like the show. fucking show ever. <laughs> I might watch the show because I'm in it, but I also <laughs> like it. You might watch it because you're in it? I might. I, I haven't seen the last episode, but I wasn't Listen, that one. my grandma gave the show a very positive. <laughs> not only did she find it funny, but she thought my facial expressions were really good. Yeah. That was what she said. And she just goes, oh, and your facial expressions were very good. That's what you got. Very good. It's Even your money when maker. you were talking, you and were this is from, <laughs> By the way, so, I, and I don't know the demo of your podcast listeners, but, you know, Paul's grandmother is an uh, old racist Italian woman. Yeah. <laughs> so if this podcast is getting 85-year-old women who don't have a computer and don't know how to work their television sets... This is yeah, and so believe just, that certain races are inferior to others. That's our demographic. So what? My grandma for. said that the Jews should have fought back in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a point. <laughs> Um, if they only had somebody to teach them karate, everything would have worked out differently. Jewish she li- ninjas. She literally said, she goes, I mean, just picture it. There's so many of them in that train car. They could have just pushed back. They would have taken them over. It's like fighting that was a well with thought Jews. Out. That was a thought that happened on a Tuesday that was presented on a Saturday. It was like, yep. Time had been spent. This. Yeah. 
And so she likes this show, so you guys are going to love this show, too. I mean, you clearly are laughing. You have a lot in common. Right? Exactly. I like the show. I don't like all the black people on the show. <laughs> but so, seriously, though, all joking aside, it's the best fucking show ever. Yeah, it's I'm really joking. good. I'm that, joking. That is a joke. It's not. But it's really good. <laughs> it's in the top 15. It's in the top 15. Right? Ever? Sure. Sure. If you watch Two and a Half Men, chances are you won't like this show. <laughs> so use that as your barometer. <laughs> so most people won't like it. Yes. So most of America pretty yeah. much but is. That, but those other but people. But that small percent, that oh 2%, God, percent, which is crazy. all of us. Yes. But if you like We're all in this people. room right like, now. It's, I like to say it's like, you know that show, It's a Living? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot like that show. <laughs> Without, uh, does it mean anything have, if I don't know what that show? Yeah, is I was going to say, I've could you pull a, an older reference for this yeah. young crowd? Uh, Sally Kellerman was at her best in It's a Living. <laughs> it's a Living. It was a syndicated sitcom about uh, a bunch of women working at about? an airport. <laughs> about in an airport bar. Oh, it's so different. My than our show. Thing, <laughs> my my favorite different. thing to think of. Um, I were I worked for somebody who was doing like a Flintstones computer game and you know they have all these like this is a long time ago and uh, and they had like all these like birds and it was a bird in a vacuum and a bird in a cage and whatever and it was like when the vacuum cleaner came on it would shoot to the bird and bird goes it's a living and we're like oh well go that's from- my role in the show pretty much <laughs> really is just look at you guys and be like Brr, it's a living yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the guys are crazy. But we try to. She plays a retarded girl on the show that we beat up every week. Essentially, yes. That is exactly my character description. It's a living. We did, do, we, living. with those Flintstone producers, we tried to get them to change it. They go, no, no, no. All the animals say it's, it's a, living. a living all the time. So there was no weird of the game every animal you clicked would just go it's a living it's a living that was that cartoon's way of saying that they weren't slaves that they were going to get something for their for the work that they're they put working in. hard for their money the exactly. woolly mammoth used as a vacuum had to go home and take care of his family doug is it written so, down anywhere there to just get the conversation back on movies yeah check it out right where here where do we go from here doug Katie, you tell us Katie, yes, when Doug. and where can people see your movie, The Freebie? That's so funny you should ask, Doug, because people can actually see my movie right here in Los Angeles at the New Art. It's at the New Art? It's at the New Art, which is a week, and then it'll go somewhere else probably, right? We hope only if y'all go, because... You guys should okay. go see the movie. Everybody go, so it'll be playing later Katie, for other people. It. Katie and Dax Shepard. It's, it's really funny. It's really truthful and honest. But don't go expecting a comedy, because it's not funny. But it's funny, funny, but it's like, it's very... It's, it's kind of like a, the movie version of It's a Living. <laughs> Exactly. Wait, but the league is funny, though, right? The league is funny, right. funny. The, the freebie is freebie is like truthful, is, funny. It's like league stick is a funny. dagger in my heart, is a drama, right? And then giggle a little. Freebie bit. is like a dramedy. It's very funny, but it's very truthful about human relationships. Uh, the league is the just league is really... like Mad Men crossed with Breaking Bad. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a lot like that. But with okay. the with the More irreverent math. with the irreverent female humor of it's a living. <laughs> it's a living. It's a living. <laughs> Uh, where's it playing in New York? Is it New York? Uh, it too? was at the Angelica. I don't believe it's there anymore, but it is traveling throughout the country. I think we've got ten more cities coming okay, up: San yeah, Francisco, so Seattle, look for it, everybody. San Diego. 
With I don't know. Uh, Dax Shepard. Uh, he's been on this podcast before. Has he? Mm-hmm. Did he, he perform was on well? With, he was on with Tom Arnold, so anyone's going to look good right next now? to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a, they were both good shows. It's all good shows, Doug Loves Movies. We don't have any, we don't have any stinkers. No. If we did, we'd, we just wouldn't let people listen to it. Yeah, you would just you would blank it out. We would just out. totally erase it. We should start bleeping. Every every show should have one bleep. Someone should make an admission. Oh my God, the shoe. Elizabeth Shue bleep got people so upset. What did you bleep? You she, could tell what she, she regretted saying. saying something, but we bleeped it in such a way that you could totally put together. But what, what did she, she was say? Talking about. Can you say it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was saying, "Yeah, Paul, you say it that way." She I don't was know. saying that Paul Verhoeven wanted her to show her boobs in the Hollow Man, and she was not down with that. What's wrong with that? Bird, right? Yeah, it's not Jeff that crazy Schaefer wants me to show my boobs all the time on the league. See? And I say, sure. And then FX says, no. Nobody wants to see my tits. <laughs> no, one wants, no one wants to see that. No. I shaved one of them and everything. I think she got nervous. She I got would nervous say because Paul Verhoeven wields a huge sword in Hollywood. <laughs> and he's like, no Starship Troopers 3 for you. <laughs> I'm going to do that myself. If anyone still wants to see your tits, talk about it to the entire world. (laughs) Right? I'm seriously like, you don't want to hide that. If someone wants to see my tits, I'm going to tell everyone about it. Someone over there said boobs. Boobs. Do you prefer the two boobs to tits? Boobies. Is that what you're saying? Sound more sexual. Are you now calling for her to show her tits? (laughs) Oh, or are you calling to see my tits? Jokes. Because right, one of them well, uh, is waxed and ready to go. Listen, uh, the other one has razor marks from me just cutting myself. You're so tortured. Let's, can we table that conversation for my other podcast, I Love Synonyms? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it was supposed to be I Love Cinnamon, but I just slurred when I... I just said it poorly, and then I was stuck well, with a show called started, I Love Synonyms. But I, I remember the first episode, someone was like, called it the poor man's sugar, and that's how it got started, cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon for cinnamon. What's another word for cinnamon? I don't know, but let's call it a synonym if we uh, come up with one. Poor man's sugar, cinnamon. Uh, have you guys been to the uh, movies lately? Yeah, I did a double feature this weekend on Sunday. Paul sees more movies than anyone I've ever met. Did you pay for both, or did you just sneak from one to the other? Uh, No, we we were driving home, my wife and I, and... uh, we stopped He's married, ladies. Yeah, just so you know. But I saw the. I think I saw a great movie and I saw a terrible movie. Ooh, which ones? We get to Social decide. Social Network thought was great. Whoa, you didn't like it? I didn't. Stone me outside. Wall Street Two, worst movie ever made. I would have rather have punched my dick in just for an hour, and, and instead of because I felt like that was what was happening. Like what? Ah, why? What? Oh, no. Paul, you realize you just stonewalled yourself from being in W2. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, I, I got it. But I'm, I'm in banking in 30 years when they make Wall Street 3. I can maybe get a part in that. Wall Street 2. What's your text? Paul, Doug, you just got a text. What, is it a good one? So it's from Graham Elwood. And he says, uh, nothing interesting. <laughs> Wall Street 2 was interesting because it was seven movies and they didn't complete or start any of them. 
you just saw enough of a little bit. Oh, I would have liked that's to such seen an that accomplishment, movie. though, because I would really say that in making a movie, the middle is the hardest part. Yeah, so they, if they, they had seven it. middles, yeah. that's really something special. There was a lot of middles. He took the banking crisis and made it more incomprehensible. <laughs> um, literally, there's a guy going like. There was a bunch of old white guys sitting around a table. It's like I fought my whole life against socialism, and then like, and then Eli Wallach just sits there, and makes bird noises, and goes. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. I don't know what the fuck that is. Eli Wallach doesn't talk until the last five minutes of the movie. All he does is make fucking bird noises the entire time. Has anyone ever seen um, Michael Douglas and Pat Riley in the same room at the same time? <laughs> I'm implying they're the same person. That's a very good question. Um, here's the, here, I'll tell you one bad thing about Wall Street 2 that blew my mind. You know, like, um, like, you know, like, when they can put, like, a face in a bubble, like, Shia LaBeouf gets a phone call. He's in the seat, he's in the car with his girlfriend. He gets a phone call, and then that girl's face appears in a bubble on the screen. And then it moves over and blocks his girlfriend's face. And the scene continues, like, just with this odd bubble, like, over that other girl's face. It's like, what? What kind of style of making movie is that? It's just like, just an egg around Carrie Mulligan's face. Well, I think it's like Oliver Stone is, how old is Oliver Stone at this point? In his, like, late 60s? Probably. He's like, it's like an old man who's been given a ton of money to be like, I want to wear my pants like this. Do you know what I mean? Like, at some point, he's just given, like, an avid and a ton of money, like, he's going to have a thought bubble girl in the fucking head. So. I saw it. I saw Social Network too. You liked it? I liked it. Really? Yeah, I thought it was good. I also saw uh, uh, the Joaquin Phoenix movie a few weeks ago. How was that? I was so baked. I thought it was real. <laughs> you did. That's right. We saw you afterwards, and you were pretty convinced. Yeah. It was real. Um, that's really sweet. Isn't that a terrible <laughs> so way sweet. to promote a movie that's a fake mockumentary, and then the first day it's out, go, ah, oh, yeah, it's fake. Like, I mean, he blew it. Like, that, there was no even. Did anyone really, aside from Nick, though, think it was real? I would have liked to have gone under the pretense that I could have made. You would have liked to Blair Witch it for just two yeah, weeks. Just for a what about Catfish? <laughs> I haven't seen, I it. Haven't I seen it. I heard it was great. Doug, did you I great. saw Catfish. Did you like I it? Really good. I I liked it. I thought it was totally watchable. But, real, not real. But one thing that I think is important yeah. to stress, and I don't think it gives too much away. Yeah. It is not a horror movie. Well, yeah, because look, the they're poster, really selling it too much like a horror. Well, the movie. poster's like, "Don't tell anyone." It's like, well, they could say that for any movie. After I saw yeah, it, there's don't like no tell sh- giant. Please wins. don't mention there's never a catfish in the entire film. <laughs> if I was, if I was to spoil this movie for you, I couldn't just be like, "Oh yeah, it turns out." Uh, they're all fucking aliens. It's not like that. It's like, all right, well, here's the deal. This guy started by, and then this happened, and then this happened, and, and, and then they all moved this. to a restaurant. And it's all these women. <laughs> it's got a lot of little twists. There's yeah. no, there's no big twist. There's just a lot of little twists, and at the end, you might feel like you, like it was a waste of your time. But I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I just was expecting a big twist because, like, don't tell anyone what you saw. It's like one of the actresses went on to be in Wings. <laughs> uh, in the trailer, they show that one scene where they're at the house and it's dark and the camera's shaking yeah. and it's like you know and in the actual movie nothing scary happens no. it's just, yeah uh, it's not a scary it's not a scary it's not scary movie. it's not, it's not scary at, all. at all Doug did you see it at Social Network Mm-mm. I didn't like it why didn't you like it what didn't you like well, about it well here's the deal okay the riveting um, dialogue 
No, it wasn't riveting enough. It's Aaron Sorkin. He writes really good, fast shit, and it was a really slow, boring movie. Wow. Wow. That's all agree. I have to say about that. that. You and Rob Hubel both hate the social network. Me and Rob Hubel are fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Hubel didn't I like it? it? No, Hubel's like, I don't Can get you get it, him man? on the phone? Um, my phone's backstage. <laughs> if I could. No, I here's it. It's that it's time. like it's a young movie. It's like it's all technologically like quick and fast, and the movie itself drags on for two hours. It's a two-hour movie written by like the fastest writer on earth. But that first scene is like you're on crack. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? That first scene in the bar, it's a great scene. Did you no? not want to gouge your eyes out with a spoon, really? Oh, come on. It was like every scene I wanted to wing. gag me with a spoon. <laughs> no. Why is I literally wanted to gouge my eyes out. If I was like, if I ever had to sit there and talk to either cheap. of these people in a bar. Right, but I think that's the idea. No. They're supposed to be they're supposed to be arseholes, aren't they? I wanted to I wanted I will the say band, this. I, will I did say. want the, the band spoon to gouge my eyes out. <laughs> That would, best, be, that would be a nice option, too. Best performance by Justin Booner. Yeah, uh, that, too. I feel like they have. Uh, best performance by Justin Timberlake since... Love Guru? Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's literally what I was going to say. Am I an idiot for liking the town? I oh, love I love, that I love movie. the town. I it's I very popular. Town. Why would you think you're an idiot yeah. for? Well, I don't know. That? I feel like it's really commercial, and people want to say they don't like it. But I no, really, I, really I went it. in and bought a ticket by myself, and the guy next to me in line goes, "You're gonna hate it." Oh, that guy was just a, a no. terrible attempt at flirting no. with you. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hate it, but you're gonna love my apartment. <laughs> You're going to hate amazing, it just like my mom. She's a bitch. Bad we had roommate. amazing sex afterwards. So it all worked out in the end. And I liked the movie, so it wasn't a waste of $14. Go. Yeah, I thought that movie was really good, and I was nervous. I it. it was a what little if it bit was, silly, what though, if it was that, Matt, he, that he it was, courted the girl that, like, you know, that's oh, where you fall in love with the girl that can finger dream. you. You can't control when love hits, Doug. It's so true. That is a thing. You know I think what if he we learned anything love. from the love guru, that's the truth. <laughs> What if the guy in line was Matt Damon? <laughs> You're gonna like, hate the town. I like the fact. <laughs> fucking Affleck. You got a grudge? You got a great career going. You're gonna yeah, hate the town, but you're gonna man. love Hereafter. You're gonna hate the town, mostly because the trailer for Hereafter Jesus, is the worst. Jesus, Clint Eastwood's like 81, and he oh. made Hereafter. It uh, looks insane. You look at the billboard for Hereafter, you're like, is it fucking 97? It just looks like a 90s movie. I can't explain it. Well, I it's looked very, at that. Uh, what do you call it? Um, it's like Babel. Oh, um, is it? Yeah, it's like a it's, bunch yeah, of different a, stories that kind of come together somehow. Or it's also like babies. <laughs> or <laughs> or Beethoven's Third, yeah. which is a bunch of Beethoven babies. <laughs> is that what happened in that one? Yeah, it was Beethoven's in the babies. Yeah, in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, I looked at that. Uh, Beethoven goes to Middle East with Charles Grodin, who becomes Osama bin Laden. <laughs> go Beethoven, go attack America. Finding babies in the. Here's what I like about. Here's what I like. So hungry right now. Here's what I liked about the town. Uh, Jeremy Renner and Ben Amazing. Affleck. Amazing. Ben Affleck, both. They both do things to screw up the other guys life a little bit. Instead of every one of those movies, there's the hero and then his buddy that always drags him down with right. his fucking bullshit. And they both fuck each other over But in Jeremy Renner, ways. isn't he incredible? I yeah. think yeah, that he's it's so literally good. like, he is 
And I thought his accent was going to be really bad in the no. trailer. It's like awesome in he the movie. He was amazing. Look, if you like The Departed and you like Point Break, go see The Town. The best part of <laughs> It's a lot like that. <laughs> Jeremy Renner really That should is be the poster, not some movie. fucking weird old nuns running around. <laughs> Yeah. They're all like, they all look like really shocked about every every time they're shooting at someone. They're like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh my, I'm well, they a nun. A, they, they made a pact with God, and then they've clearly gone against it. It's a living. And there was some good action scenes too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good action, and uh, it's nice to know that the Boston Police Department doesn't have helicopters. Yeah. And <laughs> They don't need to call it the helicopters. Uh, no, they, no, they didn't. They had it under control. Yeah. <laughs> it went careening around the entire fucking On city. The and endangered millions of people. <laughs> Hundreds of people. I saw Toy Story 3 on the plane today Ooh, until I great. fell asleep. Oh. oh. Yeah, well, that's the best way to see a Pixar it. movie on a three-inch screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, saw I up need that to be way. dazzled by the same, you know, the same characters that I've seen in two other movies just running around doing Doug, essentially the same shit. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old. She fell asleep in the movie theater Dude, well. it, the movie is like, it's so much time of Woody like going, you guys, we got to go with Andy. It's like, somebody should just... Kill Woody. <laughs> Didn't you think that was going to should kill they each other? I wish he, movie, he almost went into the fiery depths of hell. That was awesome. I thought the movie was going to end. I looked over whoever I was going with. I think it might have been Megan Fox. I said, Megan. <laughs> I said to her, I go, Megan, can it's you. It's dark in there. It's hard to know. You can't remember who you walked remember, in with. Yeah, I mean, so June I. June Megan. <laughs> I remember going like, that would be amazing if that's how the movie had they all just burned. <laughs> I love that ending. I got Instead, some dumbass kid finds him up. Toy Story 4, go, here we go again. Here we go. Kids. I'll watch the yet, whole thing it. someday. I'll, I'll watch it all. But Because yeah. I, I did like the first two movies, but I just I just felt like it was very repetitive. Like They were like, oh, he doesn't want to play with us anymore. Didn't he not want to play with them anymore in the last yeah. movie? No one ever wants to play with their toys. Yeah. That's and then, the constant I crisis. Right? I also don't understand why Andy no doesn't have ma- more yeah. like yeah. commercial toys. Andy's very stuck in the past with these like <laughs> generic toys. Like, the most commercial toy he has is a Mr. Potato Head. Where's the Avatar figures, Andy? <laughs> well, they're playing America. on the computer instead of playing with okay. the toys. You know, they're just old toys. What if he's playing serving hardcore porn? <laughs> Google Sasha Gray. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but oh. that is funny to think of like an eighteen-year-old kid still playing with toys, not like fucking beating his dick up. <laughs> I uh, I one night got drunk with uh, Todd Hansen, the editor of the former editor of The Onion, and he goes, and this is when Toy Story one had only come out. He goes, let me tell you this, Toy Story two, PG thirteen, and he went on to talk about how that would go down. He goes, Toy Story three, R, <laughs> Toy Story four. X. And at each one, it wasn't X for sex. It was just more and more violence to these toys. How they were living in a landfill that was taken over by nuclear waste. And they were just burnt like they were all fucked That's up. That's Wally. It was. And now he's in a huge litigation. <laughs> I was in Bloomington, Indiana a couple weeks ago. And... Uh, some guy in the audience just yelled out at one point during the show something of, he just yelled out the word clue and uh, I was like what and he was like 
Uh, you said some. You said you didn't like the movie Clue on an episode of your podcast, oh, yeah. and I was like, "Well, what? What? So, what's it to you? I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't like the movie Clue. He's, it was Tim Curry." And he goes, <laughs> he goes "He's gone back to Indiana University." Clue. <laughs> uh, I would have done the accent if it was him. So uh, I go, "What's you? What's the big deal?" Yeah. And he goes, "I love Clue. I think it's a really good movie." And I go, well, "That's great. I'll tell you what. I'll watch Clue again, and then I'll talk about it on the podcast. All right. Will that make you happy?" And he's like, "Sure." Then the next night, right now? next night after the clue? show, same kid there again hands me a copy of Clue. He went out and bought wow. fucking Clue and then gave it to me. You're the proud owner now. I have a copy. I still haven't watched it yet. You know what? I, I could have watched it on the plane today, but I was like, I'd rather sleep through Toy Story yeah. 3 than... Watch Clue with fresh eyes. I will tell you that the coolest part about seeing Clue in the theater for me as a kid... I love that t-shirt, by the way. Which one? Watch Clue with fresh eyes. <laughs> I, I, I love... I, when you saw Clue... What people don't realize is, Doug... Just walk around and be like, what the fuck? Uh, all right. <laughs> what you don't realize is when you watch Clue, mm-hmm. there'll be four or three or four endings. There's three it. endings. Right. A, when B, I C. went to go see it in the theater, they only played one. I guess with the hopes that you would go back. That's the idea. Yeah. Times. That was the campaign. That's a terrible idea for, for the only the last like a minute. two or three minute ending. Yeah. yeah a terrible idea. And it was so. very complicated. It was just like, oh, this Mark happened. Mark had that idea for a movie just recently. Really? Yes. And I was like, I don't know if people will. You'd have to that. change big parts of the movie to make it go back. You wouldn't want to just I see feel it like the there's end. a very small group of people who would do that, and then everyone else would be like, yeah. yeah, it's one. It's Katie just, just gave the middle I finger. Just, just I things. flipped everyone off here. It's and, definitely and one everyone of those. Who's listening and flipping you off? Too. It would have a. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would have a niche audience for sure if you did something like that. But. I did see a movie in Santa Barbara called Blind Date that had twelve different possibilities. Like the movie stops twelve times in the this audience. Is Bruce votes. Willis and Kim Basinger. No, I wish. I, well, yeah, if so we could have changed the course of that movie, that would have been great. <laughs> Uh, but you could change the movie as you're. It was like a choose your own adventure oh, movie. Oh, could you at one point go make it better now? Yeah, <laughs> you knew it was going to be terrible. <laughs> I do that by just walking out and going to see another movie. Yeah, yeah. I choose my own adventure every day. Multiplexes were invented for that. So, as a pledge to this young man in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, I'm going to between now and next week's podcast, I'm going to watch Clue, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to I will reassess. And I will I will give a report. So anybody else uh, listening or watching right now, uh, you you could also watch Clue, and we, it'll be fun to be part of uh, all of us watching the same shitty movie. Do you think <laughs> is it is it possible with a week's notice to get Martin Mull, star of Clue, Tim Curry, star of Clue, and um, someone else who's a star of Clue here? <laughs> someone next else. Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn. Yeah, passed and I, away. Eileen Brennan was in it. And Michael McKean, did you say Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Uh, fake Susan Sarandon's in that. Yeah, oh. right. What's her name? That's I couldn't think of her name. Her name Eileen is Fake Brennan? Susan Sarandon. <laughs> oh, Susan Sarandon's in Wall Street, too. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I Still love... insisting on showing him? <laughs> no, she did not show. She did not show. I think Susan Sarandon, very talented, very, very good actress. But in this, it was not so hot. Not so hot. She's like... I'm a Long Island real estate oh, agent. God, oh, I'm it. going bankrupt. This, this economy is nuts. Oh. Smoking this cigarette all the time. Like, I'm going crazy here. And so that, for those of you in podcast land right now, Paul was holding his fingers near his mouth and bizarrely like a possible gyrating. cigar or perhaps sucking a dick that looks like a chopstick. <laughs> 
Which is what Andy's and did also, after just if you're gonna fucking pounding it in Toy Story Three. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna sympathize with the like the people that are in the financial crisis, the who cares about the real estate agent? That like oh the real estate agents are having such a hard time flipping houses. You know what? It's hard for everyone. Yeah. Okay. I would have liked to seen Jeff Lewis do that part from flipping out. Yeah. That would have been good. Any AMC? Any, any watchers? No. I think okay. the show's called I Love Movies, not I Love Gay TV Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's almost like you it's lose right. interest in your joke as you're saying it. <laughs> It is, it is, a, it is like one. a momentum thing in my head where it's like, maybe this one is, oh, fuck, I'm just going to watch TV. <laughs> Look at Clue with fresh, fresh eyes. <laughs> I'll fucking buy the t-shirt, make it, and I'll buy it. Let's play the Leonard Malton game. All right. Yay! Let's do it. Hopefully Katie won't be too confused by this. I'm, I'm a little confused already, but yeah, here see, we go. Yeah, that's, that's part of the fun. You'll get it. Is a, you know, I'm going to kick your asses. A lot of my guests on the show have, uh, you know, they're very busy. They're directing and starring in and writing movies. And so they, they don't necessarily listen to an episode of the podcast. Yeah. Or listen to the, my show. Or listen to podcasts. Yeah. So, um, but we'll, we'll walk you through it. You'll be fine. Wow, people get really motivated for this game. <laughs> this guy's got like... I already know who I want. This here. guy's oh, got inside on. jokes about sheer sketches. <laughs> I'm, that's who I'm picking him, man. That's my favorite. You brought in a 40 that you can't <laughs> open? Lame. <laughs> oh, that's tragic. Just use your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there an ad for that? There'll be like a little break in between uh, my show and, and Death Ray where you can figure out how to open your bottle. A four. Um, yeah, yeah. But we need to have you guys pick contestants now from the audience. Uh, Paul, uh, I'm going like to pick Sean, who's holding up a hot air balloon cop sign with a badge that says H A B C, hot air balloon cops. Um, I can am I see the other Sean. attempts at it? There's some other attempts on the other side. Maybe there's, that, that, there's, the there's a Nick Crow. There's that Bobby Bottles. No, he's got oh, Sean on the other side. He's got he's got oh, this guy's Sean's got three really name tags. <laughs> uh, Sean has like Sean, a, a like Sean, a, like Sean, a little, Sean. Call like, me Sean Sean Sean. <laughs> I'm gonna take Sean Sean Sean, who also has. Oh, what else do you have? Uh oh. Oh, you're hoping Sarah, so I'm going to be a guest? Wow. Here's the deal. I'll wow. just sit you, backwards be... and Mike Darnell. Yeah, there you go. That kind of looks like her. It's totally... It's totally... Too late. Sure. Sean's mine. Sean, Sean, Sean's mine. All right. <laughs> All right, Katie, so who would you like to play for? Um, Who would like me to play for Can you pick somebody with a name tag, please? Turn on the house lights to see the name tag. I know. You I'm can looking. see these over here. A bunch over here. These guys are pretty good I over want, here. I want Joshua... Yeah, with right. the very last minute name tag. Yeah. You really did yeah, a lot put a of lot people of just scribble it onto the scrap of paper. Way to reward on the people for doing that. That's right. Nothing. That's right. All right, so you're Joshua? Yeah. All right, Joshua. And um, Nick, who are you going to play for? Oh, look at Ruzi. That's a big Holy ass shit. Son. That yeah. was like Banksy design. He's, that we son. played for him before. <laughs> he's won prizes before, though, so he, should, oh, he shouldn't be eligible. He shouldn't be eligible? But that is an awesome Ruzi sign. Ruzi is dude. as if, like, like, Fucking my ancestors in the Middle East like made a left instead of a right. <laughs> like ended up hey, fucking. Hey, Nick Crow will be here all week on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, the, you don't have a name tag. Are you writing it? Yeah, it's Alex. <laughs> 
I don't buy that. Oh, that was wow. a, little, a little aggro. That was a little aggro throwback. I can't give it, Ruzi. I want to give it to you, bud, but I can't. Guys, all I'm saying is. Printed well, things out. Rosterbaiting. Uh, okay. So this episode might be the least about movies in the history of my show. It's about uh, and I've done episodes with people who are high who never go to movies. So. All right. I'll give it to Alex because he said a line that I said on TV. Yes. He's sitting right next to Joshua. You guys are great at picking contestants. All right, here we go. Oh, sorry. Let's see how you are at playing the game. Here we go. (laughs) You ruined it. What's your name, Alex? All ruined. All right, so you're playing for Alex, Nick, and Katie's playing for Joshua. Me, Josh. And uh, do they give me clues as we go? Yeah, yeah, I'll talk you through it. No, but do they help me at all? They don't do anything. They just they they're they, passive. They just helped us to eat up a lot of time that was okay. fascinating in no way whatsoever. God, and your listeners stay through the entire thing. <laughs> they, they had to, listen listeners to had to listen to people being picked from an audience <laughs> that they can't see. They can't see the signs. They don't know that there were much better signs it's sitting right here that you guys could immediately. Your hook podcast audience. Okay. So yeah, and we also now have very little time All left right. to play the go. game. But that's that. It doesn't matter. Let's I'm just, ready. Let's you, go. You guys do what you want to do. It's your episode. <laughs> do it. Uh, <laughs> Lee, the categories are. All right, we'll start with you, Katie. I'm going to give you three categories to choose from, and you have first? to pick one. You're you're going first because it gives you more control over where this goes. I love it. Okay. Okay. Would you like movies that feature past guest John Lithgow? No. <laughs> Uh, Tony oh. Curtis died recently. We lost a great yes. actor with him. So, uh, rest in peace? Tony Curtis movies. Tony yeah. Curtis buried with his iPhone. True. Really? <laughs> yeah, weird and true. <laughs> well, because he probably just saw that Ryan Reynolds movie and he's like, just in case. <laughs> I, I thought that cell phone really came in handy. It was Ryan like, Reynolds, maybe I should be buried with one. <laughs> I gotta play after. I gotta play Angry Birds in the afterlife. <laughs> I can't get past this. Words board. with friends. Words with friends. And your third, th- oh, third choice you. is, uh, it's her birthday today, Kate Winslet. I'll go Kate Winslet. I'm a jerk. Right. I know these things. Awesome. Now, would you like a Kate Winslet movie from 97, 2004, or 2006? 97. Classic. Classic <laughs> Winslet. All right. Everybody's, everybody already knows the answer. Titanic. Because some people are good with years. And also, that would be a crucial part of the game is to not blurt out the Sorry. answer when, <laughs> but if you when know we haven't it. done the next part yet. So, I guess, what do we do now? <laughs> do you want me to pick a different year? That'll help. Okay. Give me another year. 2004 2006. 2006. Titanic. Sorry. <laughs> Titanic 2. I have ruined the entire podcast. Uh, I thought, but I thought they kind of explained to you how it works. But uh, yeah. we're, we're we're doing good. They we're didn't tell good. me I couldn't blurt anything. Oh yeah, you can't blurt anything. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> that well, here here now wait here you go. Okay, now I'm in. He'll set it up. Like uh, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, you know, they wait their turn before yelling Sorry. out an answer. <laughs> I thought that they not blurting it out was self-explanatory. I yeah. thought it was get it out there as quickly as possible. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm in it to win it, guys. <laughs> Joshua. Doing it for you. <laughs> Good luck, Joshua. I'm so sorry. I'm such a dork. I'm okay. so sorry. This movie from 2006 with Kate Winslet was given four stars by Mr. Leonard Malton. Uh, I don't know right, if it's that good. The thing. These, 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 I don't know if it's that good. And then a couple uh, quick um, clues. He says that it's an emotional story. And he also calls it... Uh, oh, he says that... Um, it was written by someone who uh, worked, adapted their own novel. 
and right. it's four stars from 2006, and you get 13 names. So you have to say how many people. Now, now guess how many names oh. you think you can get it in, reading from the bottom of the cast up. So it's uh, 13 names, so it gets a little on the obscure um, side. Sometimes. I think I can. I'm supposed to guess how many. You could say I can get in 13 names, or you can bid lower if you think. You well, can here's do it with the deal: is that names. I know the movie and I can't think of it. So maybe if you just give me. So maybe like, if you hear some stuff. Give me, give me seven names. Okay, so now we go down to Nick, and he gets to bid lower or say name that movie. Um, I'll I'll bid uh, six names. Paul Shear. Four names. <laughs> Paul Shear says Even four names. Katie assholes. Asselton. Four names. Asshole. So you either you have to say oh. you can do it in three. You or could do less. I will do it in. Th- I will do it in three. Ooh, I will do it in two because I think I know. Wait, it's on a Nick now. Oh, sorry, Nick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going clockwise. We're not in an auction. Uh, uh, clockwise. I'm going to say to Katie to name that movie. Oh, so she's got to do it in three names. <laughs> All right, let her name it. In three okay, names. you get three names, Katie. Okay. All right. Uh, will Lyman, Raymond J. Barry. And Jane Adams. I can... Uh, you still think you know what it is? Yes. Four I'm, stars, 2006, emotional story. Yes, divorced parents. Adapted from his own novel. I, I know, know, and it. they have Screen an affair, and they're on the playground, novel. and I read the fucking book. It's going to be a hard one to pull, because it's not like it's named... I, you know, it's one of those movies where after it's over, you go, why'd they call it that? Because the fucking ship went down. <laughs> I don't know. It's Is called, it my turn? Yeah, you could uh, just little say children? It. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get the point anyway for telling her to name the movie. Fucking, I'm wow, so yeah. good at this. Oh, and so I read the book damn. and saw the movie. Oh, okay, man. we start with Paul this time. All right. Would you like... Uh, I was fucking Jack Euler. John Earl Lithgow Haley movies. For a while. <laughs> All right. I can believe that. John Lithgow movies from uh, 83, 84, or 2009. Fuck. Um, 83, 84, 2009. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. I'm going to do... 83. Okay. Four stars from Leonard Malton. Okay. He's being very generous today. <laughs> he calls it wonderful. <laughs> and he also says it had a sequel. And there are... He said that in his immediate review of the movie? <laughs> in the review, he mentions that there was a sequel. Oh, okay. He said the same, seven, same thing about freebies. Seven yeah. names, uh, you start the bidding... Paul Shear. I can name it in six names. Six names, says Paul. Now we go to... What, like, what year again? Katie. Uh, two, eight, eight, 1983. 83? Yeah. I'm going to say three. I mean... I like the way you play. I, I, Joshua doesn't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> can I pass? Like, what no, no. I, now you either have to tell her to name it or you have to go lower. Alright, I'm gonna tell her to name that movie. I'm gonna tell you to fucking name right. it in about two seconds. Alright. You can do that after I get the point when you can't fucking name it. I think you might get this one. John Lithgow's in it. Mm-hmm. It's from two it's from nineteen eighty three. I don't wanna keep I keep saying two thousand. It's from nineteen eighty three, four stars from Len. It's uh, wonderful and it had a sequel. Uh-oh. And the three names you get are Danny DeVito, Lisa Hart Carroll, and Jeff Daniels. That's out of seven names. There's only four names. Not the movie Bigger. I was thinking of, mm-hmm. just FYI. Um, yeah, I don't know it. 
<laughs> it's not what I was. I have no idea. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. From 1983. Yeah, I was like five. Um, <laughs> sorry, Joshua. Sorry, Josh. Hey. Well, sorry. you were you were five, but uh, you know you still uh, you've caught up on some of the classics. No, in I here, haven't. As you, as you can, <laughs> no, I haven't. The, the, uh, Wait, hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. It had a sequel. It had a sequel. It's great. <laughs> the sequel is called. The sequel. I re- gave I that as a sequel? clue because no one thinks of it as a movie that had a sequel. The sequel is called The Evening Star. I, uh, and the movie is called Terms, Terms, Terms of, of Endearment. That's right. Mother. I don't remember Danny DeVito feeling that. Danny DeVito's in it. He's like a what guy. He's he like do? a uh, like a suitor for like he kind of hits on uh, uh, Shirley MacLaine. He's got like a cowboy hat. And I only body. think That's of right. like I only a... think of DeVito in movies with monkeys or Tony Danza. <laughs> Joshua, I'm gonna stop talking now. For All right. Well, so Nick won. That was a very exciting, uh, <laughs> an exciting match. Um, so he won for Alex, and this is what you get, Alex. It's amazing. You get uh, the normal crap I always give, my, my two CDs. Hey. But you also get a Seriously Don't Fuck My Mom. From Cyrus. From Cyrus sticker. And a poster for the freebie. It's a nice, sexy poster of Katie and That's Dax. That's me. Being all sexy together. Sign it. Sign it up. Yeah, sign that shit. Wait. And then uh, a league hat. Alex. Yeah. League on Thursday nights on FX. A league shirt even says season two on it. Yeah, that's They're not, not bringing like by some one season shit. one bullshit. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, a shirt for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, season six, which is in bright yellow. Enjoy. And a DVD of the whole first season of the league. That. Yeah, so it's the whole season before Kelly Lynch left. <laughs> and then, uh, one page from a Cameron Crowe script. <laughs> the I'm newest Cameron Crowe script. I'm gonna sign that. Which is it a produced one or just something no, hasn't done? Jerry Maguire two. Shooting in January. <laughs> <laughs> You're just writing Jerry Maguire two yeah, at the Jerry top. Yeah, Jerry Maguire two. Uh, electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Uh, All right, do you guys have anything else you want to plug while I go find out some things from the audience members? Uh, what else? Uh, the league is going on tour. We're around in... Uh, We're doing Chicago, Chicago. on uh, October 19th at the House of Blues. Yeah. And, uh, and then what else? Uh, what other things? Uh, just go you know, visit websites. <laughs> um, continue to uh, oh and I always like to get the word out about scare tactics guys if you have a DVR put in scare tactics watch it it's amazing um, you think I'm joking you'll be entertained high not high drunk not drunk it doesn't matter it's entertaining to everyone All right. yeah go see go see uh, Freebie if you can it's gonna Please. be in a bunch of hipster cities where uh, it's, it's playing where all the cool kids are at where the cool so kids are at and and, cool and um America oh. doesn't care about and uh, also if you see Scott Bakula in the street do not give him money it only makes it worse <laughs> and I just have to get stay that. hydrated <laughs> alright let's hear it for my guests from the league Nick Kroll Katie Astleton and Paul Shear. yeah throw all that in the bag and give it to uh, Joshua congratulations Joshua and as always as always Scott Peters is Alex. a shithead and Bobby Flay is a shithead. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.